Hi guys, it's Faith from RadicalTransformationProject.com. Welcome back to another episode all about managing your mental health and living your best goddamn life. In this episode, I wanted to talk to you guys about social media and mental health. Social media has become a huge part of our lives and it's definitely not going anywhere. I think if anything, it's only getting bigger. Social media just feels like it's growing and growing and growing more all the time. It just feels like it never slows down. It feels like there's always stuff going on. We have an insane amount of access to news and current events and not only that but then what your friends are doing what everyone else is doing and it can be tiring on your mental health when you're following all this stuff watching all these people do all these things especially if you're struggling it can feel make you feel really alone that's part of the reason I started my blog and my social media is because I wanted to talk publicly about my struggle with mental health because I felt like there were a lot of other young women like me that felt like I did. I felt very alone. I felt like all my other friends had it together. Even though I was having some level of success in my life and I got a master's degree and I was able to travel and do a lot of cool things, I still felt really sad. I was having a hard time. I was having a hard time with my mental health. My anxiety was through the roof and I kept going online and I couldn't find anyone telling that story and it made me feel really alone because no one is talking about how anxious they are that day or how they're having a hard time doing their homework or how everything's hard right and when you're struggling with mental health it can make you feel like like something is wrong with you or you're alone or no one else is feeling this way or everyone else is having all this fun and finding all this success and you're over here laying on your couch scrolling your feed feeling sad as hell And I just wanted to talk a little bit about that, how I manage my mental health and social media. And now I'm actually on social media all the time as part of my job. So I've had to become really aware of how to balance it with my mental health. So I wanted to share some of the tips and tricks and things that I've been doing with you guys. And I actually have come to really like social media, but I wasn't always like that. So I wanted to share some of the stuff I've been doing with you guys. I thought maybe it would help some of you, especially since social media is such a huge part of your life and it's something you use every day. I think it's really important to be really intentional about it and be using it in ways that are going to help your journey and not make you struggle even more. So the first thing I wanted to talk about with social media is keeping perspective. I think it's really easy to see everyone's pictures and be like, oh my God, they're living this great life, blah, blah, blah. Look how much fun they're having. This person is so successful. They love their job. They love their boyfriend. They look amazing. They get to go to all these fun places. But the truth of the matter is social media is everyone, everyone's best part of their life, right? It's the part that you want people to publicly see about you. And most people are not posting about their shit days. Of course, people will go on there and post like, oh my gosh, my boyfriend just sent me two dozen roses to the office for no reason. Like hashtag best life ever. No one's going to go on there and be like, actually, my boyfriend is being super selfish and sulky and we're having a terrible time right now. And we're talking about possibly ending our relationship and separating, or we got in a terrible fight last night over dinner or whatever it is, right? So keep perspective in that you're looking at people's best part of their life. You're not seeing their actual life. You have no idea what their life is like. For all you know, the person you think that's really thriving and having it all together could be having the worst, most difficult time of their entire life. They could be processing a tragedy. They could be struggling with mental health. They could be, I mean, dealing with any number of things. You have no idea what someone's life is like from social media. Literally all you're seeing is just one picture of their life. So keep that perspective and remember you're only seeing a 
tiny little sliver. No one wants to look sad and lonely on social media, right? Everyone wants to look happy. Everyone wants to show you the cool things that they're doing, and they should. I think it's really fun to see cool things other people are doing, right? I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I think if you want to show people something that you've accomplished, that you're really proud of, that makes you feel really good, I think it's totally fine to post that stuff on social media. But I think it's important to remember that that's what you're looking at when you're looking at other people's stuff. And don't let that beat you down. Don't compare yourself to other people because you have no idea what their life is like or how they actually feel, right? All you're seeing is a picture on Instagram or a status post on Facebook. I know on my personal social media, I don't actually post that much on my personal accounts anymore. But when I do, it's because I'm really excited about something. It's because something really big happened to me, or I found some kind of level of success, or I get to do something really cool. Like like when I got to buy my house, right? Or I got to quit my full-time job and start working for myself. But what people don't see is all of the months of spent just working my butt off grinding, right? To get those things. So no one saw the reality of me working 60 or 70 hour weeks for months to be able to build my business so I could quit my job, right? It's not a very glamorous, fun thing to share. And people might think like, it's really cool. I get to work from home now. I have my own business and it's really fun. And it is, it's amazing. But most people don't want to put in that kind of work, right? So <laughs> be careful what you're jealous of because you don't know like what the whole story is. You don't know how someone feels inside. You have no idea what's going on with them. So don't compare yourself to them because you have no idea what their life is actually like. And just be thankful for what you have. Don't let going on social media, seeing what other people have, distract you from the blessings you have in your own life. Always stay focused on what's going good for you. What's going good in your life? What are you thankful for? What are you glad for? When you get tangled up being distracted in what other people have and what other people are doing, it just kind of distracts you from focusing on yourself, right? So don't let the fact that you go on Instagram and you see someone has a brand new car detract you from the car that you already have and the amount of blessings you already have and that you're able to get around or or you live right next to a bus stop and you can take the bus really easily or you have a really nice bike. I biked, I didn't have a car for years and I biked to work and I had a really nice bike. So be thankful for the things that you do have. Don't let the things that other people have distract you from the blessings you already have in your own life because you, we are... We all already have so much. There's so many people in the world that would love to live your life right now. Trust me. <laughs> and social media gives us a kind of a skewed view of the world, right? Because we, we're not seeing people struggling. We're only seeing people that have these incredible blessings. We're only seeing people showing their best, most happy, crazy moments. And it skews our perspective of what the world is really like and how fucking lucky we are all of us, how lucky we all are and how many blessings we have. So don't let social media distract you from counting your own blessings that you have. Don't make it let you feel like you have less when you already have so much. The next thing I was going to talk about, I already started kind of talking about this, but it's about jealousy. I think it's really easy to look at what someone else has or what someone else is doing and feel really jealous and feel like, why can't that be me? Why does that get to happen to them? Like, I want what they have, right? And I think the biggest way to combat jealousy is being thankful for your own blessings, staying in your own lane, concentrating on your own life, and just thinking about the things that you have that you're thankful for. The other thing about jealousy is that it shows you what's possible for you, right? Just because someone else has something, they're not taking anything away from you. You still have the same amount of opportunities, the same chances, the same ability as they do to have whatever it is that you want. Being jealous of someone else's boyfriend is so silly, right? 
like they didn't take that person from you. There's still a billion other people, or I don't know what the population is in the world. <laughs> There's still however many people on the planet at this time that you could meet that would love and adore you. And just because someone else has a boyfriend, they're not taking anything away from you, right? You still have just as many opportunities as you did before of meeting someone really great and having the relationship that you want or having the car that you want or having the job that you want or traveling and having the lifestyle that you want, whatever it is. They're not taking anything from you. So there's no reason to feel jealous about what other people have. In fact, when I do see people doing something really cool, I get really excited because it shows me what's possible. It shows me that people that I know are doing really cool shit. And it makes me think like, heck yeah, like I can do cool shit too. Cool shit's going to happen to me too. I get really excited because it shows me the possibilities for my life, right? It shows me something that something is possible. If someone else is doing something, there's no reason you can't do it too, right? You're human. You have the exact same ability and capability that they do. I know that some people have like more benefits of than other people. That's not what I'm saying. I'm not saying like we're all equal or anything like that. I know some people have an advantage, an inherent advantage in this life, but I'm just saying like, I do believe like anything is possible. You never know what's going to happen in life. The future is unknown, right? No one knows what's going to happen in the future. No one. So the people that you think have so much of an advantage and have it all together, you have no idea what could happen to them. Like they could end up in an accident. They could end up losing all their money. They could end up in a terrible relationship, whatever it is. The future is totally unknown and you have in the same way, you have no idea what's waiting in your future. And there could be tons of great, incredible opportunities in your future that you have no idea about. So don't get jealous of what other people are doing because all of that and more could be in your future. You have no idea. So get really excited and think about it as someone showing you what's possible in life instead of taking something away from you and making you jealous and feeling like, oh, I don't have that and I want that. Why can't I have that? Just be thankful for what you already have and be happy for the other person. I think the more positive energy we can generate in the world right now, the better, especially because I don't know about you guys, but right now I feel like we're in just like a dark time. <laughs> There's so much bad stuff happening for people right now. And I just feel like the more positive energy we can put in the world, the better it will be. And I want all of you to feel as good as you can every day, right? That's like my mission. That's my goal. I spent years of my life suffering with my mental health. And now I want to help you to not suffer the way I did and to feel as good as you can. And that's my mission in life is to help all of you guys feel a little better and make your life a little better and to find some kind of relief and offer some kind of hope for this mental health journey that you're on. So just remember, there's plenty to go around. No one's taking anything from you. There's no reason to feel jealous about what someone else has. The next thing I wanted to talk about was unfollowing people on social media. I think a lot of times we feel guilty or we feel like we can't unfollow people or we don't want to hurt other people's feelings and all these different things. And I'm here to give you permission to tell you <laughs> if someone is making you feel bad on social media or you don't like reading their posts or they're bringing you down, unfollow them. <laughs> Take them off of your newsfeed. And I think most social media feeds now have an option to like mute people where you just won't see their updates. So if you really feel like it's an issue to unfollow people, you don't have to unfollow them, but you can make it so you don't see any of their updates. And I do think there are people that are toxic on social media and you probably know who I'm talking about. You probably have someone in your mind right now where you're like, yeah, I hate seeing this person's updates. And it's because those people are usually constantly complaining. They're negative. Everything is the worst, all that stuff. And reading that negativity from other people makes you feel bad and you don't have an obligation to anyone to feel bad. Your priority should always be 
your mental health, right? Especially if you're on a mental health journey and you're struggling with depression and anxiety, mental health should be your number one priority. Your number one priority right now should be feeling good. And part of that, part of feeling good and feeling the best you can is getting rid of shit that makes you feel bad. So if you're reading updates from people and they're being a total downer and they're making you feel bad, you need to get rid of them because your priority right now is your mental health and yourself and your own happiness. And on that same page of focusing on what makes you feel good, follow people that freaking inspire you. Unfollow all these people that are whining complainers. Get them the heck off of your feed. You don't need that. You don't need negativity. Prioritize your mental health. Get rid of them. And then go online and find badass women that are living the life you always wanted to live, that are incredible, that are uplifting, that are posting tons of cool shit online every day and follow them. If there's someone you like, follow them on all of your platforms, <laughs> right? When I find someone I like, I follow them on Instagram. I follow them on Facebook. I follow them on Snapchat. I subscribe to their emails, right? Like follow them on everything. Find the people that inspire you, that speak to you and get them on all of your social media. If there's a book that you read that you love, that makes you feel great, Go find that author on social media because chances are there's so many people on social media now. It's incredible. And your favorite authors are probably on Instagram stories and you can see what they're doing every day and hear messages from them every day. Find people that are spreading messages that resonate with you, that make you feel good, that bring positive energy into your life and follow a ton of people like that and just go on a mission to make your social media feeds totally uplifting and to go on a mission to make them really happy and, and to be something you read that makes you feel good. I'll put a list of the women that I follow online that really inspire me, creators online that I love. What inspires you is probably different than what inspires me, so I would really encourage you to go find your own, but I'll give you some that I really like that maybe you would like too. I really like to follow women that have their own business that are just kind of like killing the entrepreneurship game that are uplifting. I follow a lot of self-help people and I follow a lot of people on YouTube. <laughs> like, <laughs> I like to follow beauty gurus and stuff like that. <laughs> I don't know what it is about watching girls do their makeup on YouTube, but I just love watching makeup tutorials and I barely ever do my makeup. I don't know what it is. It's like the weirdest. And I'll watch it for like a long time. Like I'll watch two or three, like I'll spend like 40 minutes watching girls do their makeup on YouTube. It's crazy. <laughs> but I don't know. That's really relaxing to me. And those girls are all really positive and it makes me feel good. So whatever. <laughs> the last thing I was going to say is limiting time on social media. There are so many different platforms. There's so much going on. There's so many people to follow. Social media feeds now move so fast. It's easy to let it suck all of your time up. And I am totally guilty of this. I struggle with this all the time. I can waste hours just scrolling on Facebook and Instagram and I get stuck in that loop, right? Where you go on one app and you kind of scroll through and then you'll close it and you'll go to another app and you'll scroll through for a while. And then you'll go back to the other app and you'll scroll through it, through it again. And you kind of just do this loop going through your social media and it's really mindless. And I feel really disengaged when I do that. So I try to be aware when I'm doing that. I try to be aware when I go on social media. I have a lot of social media because I have like my personal social media and then I have stuff for the blog and different projects I'm working on. And it's very easy to let it consume my whole life. And I try really hard not to do that. Like I said, I'm someone that has a tendency to spend a lot of time on social media. It's really easy for me to kill an hour or more just not really doing anything and just kind of scrolling around mindlessly. So what I started doing to kind of help myself with that is I got an app. I'll leave a link to the app in the show notes, but 
it basically only lets you on certain social media platforms during certain time. So how mine is set up is like during business hours, I can go on social media, but then after like six o'clock at night, no more social media time. And the reason why I did that is because a lot of times at night, I'll lay around on the couch or I'll lay in my bed and I'll scroll through all those feeds. And I'm really trying really hard right now to read more books. I want to become a better resource for you guys. So I'm spending a lot of time right now reading a lot of like self-help books, reading about other people's theories about managing depression and anxiety, just trying to learn more information so I can share it with you guys. And what I did was I installed that app. It doesn't let me on social media at night. And then at night when I go to reach for my phone and I'll go to go on it and I can't get on my social media and I'll pick up a book instead. So I've switched out the time that I've been mindlessly on social media and switched it with reading books. And that feels really, really good to me. But reading feels really good to me. Getting new information feels really good to me. I just needed kind of a little kick in the ass because I, I lack discipline around reading. <laughs> I do do a lot of audiobooks and I still do, do I still do think that's a great way to read books if you're like me and your attention span is short. But I found that if I take the social media distraction, if I put my phone away, that I'm able to sit down and read at night. So I don't really like watching TV. So if I can get off the internet, I find that I really can actually read books. And I've actually finished a couple of books just this last couple of weeks, which is a lot for me. And it's because I've been off of my phone more. And it's because I've been really intentional about not wasting time on social media. And reading books feels really good to me. So I would find something that feels really good for you. Maybe you, at night you want to cook yourself a fancy meal or you want to go to the gym or you want to go for a walk. Whatever it is that makes you feel good, figure out how you can spend your time that makes you feel really freaking good and start kind of changing out some of that mindless time. At least if you're like me and you spend hours and hours and hours on social media a day, start taking some of those hours and do some of those other activities that make you feel good. I've been reading and journaling. Doing those things makes me feel way better than scrolling Facebook for hours. So, And then the last thing I was going to suggest, I do this probably a couple times a year, but I actually will take a break and do a social media detox. And I think it's a great thing to do if you're going on a vacation or you're going on a weekend or if you're having really bad anxiety and looking at social media is making it worse or whatever it is. If you want to take a break, take a break. Sometimes I think it's good to go without social media and it, it kind of helps you focus on what you're doing and being in your own life and not being so engaged and worried about what other people are doing. And it helps you be more present and engaged in your own actual life that's happening right now. So turn your social media off, go a weekend, go a week, go a month, however long you think would be good for you and do an actual social media detox and just don't go on it at all. Deactivate your Facebook and your stuff and take the apps off your phone or whatever it is that you need to do and to give yourself an actual hard break. And I think sometimes this is a good way to do like a hard reset. Like if I just find I'm spending way too much time on social media, I can deactivate it, just go cold turkey without it. And it, it kind of gives me a reset because I get so stuck on spending so much time on there, then not going on it at all kind of helps me ease back into it. And then I'll start out, you know, just going on it a little bit a day. Eventually, I usually get up to using it a lot, but it kind of gives me a way to reset myself, start getting used to not being on it all the time. And it is an addiction. It's really easy to get addicted to being on our phones and being on social media all the time. I know for me, I can barely go without being on my phone 
like at all. I'm on it all the time. Like my business is on there. I interact with my people on there. I'm just on it all the time. So it's good for me sometimes to take a break and just detox, turn my stuff off. Like I said, if you're going on a vacation or you're going on a trip, I think it's a great time to do it then. But even if you're not, like just pick a weekend, you know, and decide this is going to be my weekend without social media and go without it and see how you feel. Maybe it will help you. Maybe you won't. But I think it's an interesting thing to try out anyway, especially because we are all on it all the time. Kind of going without it gives you maybe like a new perspective on your life, gives you time to think about yourself, read more books, figure out what actually makes you feel good. Time is such a limited resource. We don't want to just be mindlessly wasting time, right? We want to be intentional with how we're spending our time, especially if you're struggling with mental health. You want to be prioritizing making yourself feel good. So taking some time away from mindlessly wasting your time and then taking that time and spending it doing things you feel good is a great way to help your mental health and can, I think, potentially really help you on your journey. It's really helped me on mine. I think instead of laying in bed, like just mindlessly scrolling Facebook, going to bed and journaling and reading a book, it's just been, it really, really has helped me. So I wanted to share that with you guys. That's all I have to say about social media, really. I do love social media. So I'm not here, to, I'm not someone that's here to bash social media and be like, oh, everyone's wasting their time. It's such a waste of time. I think there's a lot of wonderful things about social media. I think it's a great part of my life. It's helped me connect with so many people. It's helped me connect with most of you guys. A lot of my followers I interact with on social media. I have a mental health Facebook group that I've talked about on here before, but it is wonderful. I love everyone on there so much. I would love to have you join the group. I'll leave the link in the show notes if you're interested in interacting with other badass women who are struggling with their mental health and on a mental health journey and who are very loving and supporting. I would love to have you come join our group. I think there's like 1400 people in it right now, which is crazy because <laughs> I mean, I started it and it was literally like a hundred of us and it's just grown and grown and grown. And it's such a nice, positive community. So if you're a nice person and you're going to come in there and be loving and supportive, I would love to have you over there. I'll leave the link in the show notes for you guys. You can find me on Instagram at Radical Transformation Project. I'm trying to get better about posting stories. So I've always been a Snapchat user. Some of you probably follow me on Snapchat. I've always interacted a lot with people on Snapchat and been really active on there. But I can't keep up with both Snapchat and Instagram now. My just time has gotten too limited. So I'm, I'm basically moving all my video content to Instagram stories. So I would love it if you come follow me on Instagram. It's Radical Transformation Project. Check out my blog. I work really hard on it. I write different articles about depression and anxiety and personal development. Most days, I don't do, I don't want to say I do post every day, but I do post a lot. And you can find all of that at radicaltransformationproject.com. There's a ton of free worksheets you can download. I have a whole resource library of, of free PDFs that are all related to depression and anxiety and self care. So be sure to check that out at radicaltransformationproject.com. If you ever want to get a hold of me, my email is info at radicaltransformationproject.com. I love you guys so much. Thank you so much for listening. If you like this podcast and you want to hear more, please let me know. It would mean so much to me if you would take the time to leave a review or a comment. I love hearing from you guys. It just makes me feel like I'm not out here talking to no one, <laughs> right? Because I'm sitting here right now in my kitchen with a microphone and it feels kind of like weird. I'm still super awkward talking into a microphone sitting in my kitchen alone. I love when you guys leave comments. It means so much to me because then I know I'm talking to someone and it just makes me feel more connected to you guys. So if you take the time to do that, just know I super, super appreciate it. And I hope you guys have a good day and I will talk to you guys soon.